Welcome to Weekly MTG. We are here live this week. We're live! Live! Oh with my god, we're live! With Matthew Lillard, which may or may not be a mistake. We we'll are find not out. allowed to cuss. We are not. There is no cussing. We went through a list of words you we cannot, cannot say. We cannot say anything bad for one hour. <laughs> I'm never going to make An it. An entire hour. I'm never going to make Matthew it. Matthew Lillard. So we're going to do a bunch of stuff today. Okay, good. A bunch of stuff. We're going to fill up that hour. It's going to blow right by. It's an hour. I don't. I can't do an hour of live content. I think this you, is insane. We can do this. We can do this. So we're going to talk about, first of all, Commander Legends previews. We have a bunch of them. Awesome. Matt, Matt's, of course, a big D&D &D player. I am. And so this, is, this, this sets right up your alley. You're going to recognize a bunch of stuff. We're going to go through He hasn't seen these cards yet. No, I'm excited. He's, co wish... he's coming in cold. And the set drops next it, week. It does, yeah. The, uh, the ninth, I believe. And so we're going to preview a bunch of cards. And then in the middle of it, we're going to talk about something that some fans may have seen on social media. Is uh, we started teasing Beetle and Grimm started teasing a, a partnership between us. We do have a partnership. We do have a partnership. So let's jump to the it's, news because the first thing we're going to show off is that partnership that we're going to talk a little bit about later. So Look this, at that. Yeah, that's what we call a logo lockup, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> So we are, that's, that's what Matthew's here to talk about, and yeah. we're going we're gonna to get to that. Before we do that, a couple other news items for everyone. Uh, before we get to this drop, we do have the next astrology drop coming up as well, which is the Gemini drop. You can see here with the mountain artwork. And that's going to come in, of course, the two bundles, the foil edition and the non-foil edition. So that's coming up. And also this past weekend, if you missed it, the SNC Championship happened. And Jan Merkel won his second major event of his career. His last one was quite a long time ago. Still has it in him. Won the whole thing. Congratulations to Jan Merkel. Good job, Jan! <laughs> Good job. His second one. He's not... By the way, did you just call him old? He's like a I don't young know how, I don't know how old he is. He could have won his first one when he was 14. Good I don't job, actually know. Man. I don't think he was 14, but, you know, yeah. Really good performance. Yeah. Do you think he went to Disneyland? I don't. I don't, because he lives in Europe somewhere. I forget yeah. where. Yeah. He looked like... Maybe eventually. Maybe he's got like it planned. A, once a magic the, champion. Yeah. How many major events are there a year? So it's kind of shifting right now. We just... We did the whole, like, pandemic digital thing. Right. And so now we're moving in back into tabletop. So we've got one more major event in this calendar year, the World Championship, which is coming up in October. Where's that? Oh, we haven't announced it yet. Oh, you haven't. But do you know where it is? I do know where it is. Tonight, we're going to figure out where it is. We're going to get it out of Blake. Blake's going to tell us by the end. Ladies and gentlemen, don't leave. World Championship coming at you. In Stockholm. Not at all. It's not in Stockholm. Come. It's definitely not in Stockholm. No. No. Johannesburg. Stockholm? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, those are fine cities. Minnesota. I'm from Minnesota. Minnesota. Well, you know what? If we do it in Minnesota, I'd be really happy. That'd be nice. Yeah, go see my family. Do you go and see? Do you hang The World out? Championship? Yeah, yeah, I do. You do? I've been to most of the last. Do you ever play in them? No. I'm not allowed, and can... I'm not that good. Do you think you can beat me? In... Oh, you. In, in Magic? In Magic? Yes. I'm going to bring my deck out and we'll show you what I'm made of. Let's do it. After, after the show. For money. No, D that's a joke. <laughs> we don't gamble here at no. Magic the Gathering. That's we a joke. I'm sorry. It's like cussing. You can't say things like that. People off screen are shooting daggers at Matthew. <laughs> right? like, okay, so. You're all, yeah, I mean, you're probably you're all lost. entertained now by this. Now you don't know where... I'm, I have no idea you. where we are in this. Distracted you. We're gonna, you know what? We're I'm gonna sorry. go to previews though, because that's what we're gonna do. We have a bunch of previews. Um, so, you're a big D and D player. What? Who's your character that you're playing right now? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Well, right now I'm DMing the Curse of Strahd. Okay. Um, and I'm also running a character in Eberron who sounds like Bane. You okay. know the character yeah, Bane, yeah, yeah. played by Tom. Unintelligible, yeah. completely. Yeah. Or, or he talks like this. Yeah. So every time I do, <laughs> that <laughs> my throat. I literally <laughs> played all weekend because we had to get away for Beetle and Grimms. But sometimes he talks like this. Mm -hmm. So every time he's like this orc. Every time. This is when everyone tunes out. But yeah, I'm playing <laughs> a um, I'm playing a ranger, a city ranger. In Eberron, the city of Sharn. Okay. I cool. love it. It's the my favorite character I've played in a long time. Okay, very cool. Well, so these first two cards, they're they're sort of this template where they give you a choice. So I'm curious what your character would do in confronted with these. So the first card is called Your Temple is Under Attack. 
so choose one. Pray for protection. Creatures you control gain indestructible until end of turn. Or strike a deal. You and target opponent each draw two cards, and it's a white instant for three mana. So what what does your character do? What is your character's name? What um uh, his uh, his name is uh, Krebs Black Knight. Okay, what Krebs, would, but what would say, like, Krebs, Krebs Black Knight do if uh, his temple? Well, he was would a... never pray for protection. Okay, but he would also never strike a deal. But if I'm playing Magic as Krebs, I would pray for protection. Okay, indestructible <laughs> at the end of time. Although, unless I mean, if you have, well, what would you do? I mean. Drawing I like drawing cards. cards I would strike a deal. My my choice is always drawing cards. I'm a blue mage. I like good. to draw cards. It's what I do. All right. Yeah. All right. Next scenario. It kind of depends on where you're at in the fight. It's true. Right. That's true. All right. Well, so here's the next scenario. You're confronted by robbers. Do you stall for time, which taps up to three target creatures, or do you call for aid? Creates oh. three one one white soldiers. Aid creatures. all day. Eight all day. I love one-one creatures. Yeah, I love that meat shield. Okay, just every, throw oh, them yeah. out there, <laughs> like every time. All right, all right. What do you do? Uh, it's going to depend on the scenario. I'm, I'm probably getting the three one-one white yeah. soldiers. I call for eight. Nobody yeah. call. Nobody taps three. Stall for Come time. On. Terrible. Let's change the mechanic. Okay, we'll we'll do that before we release okay, the set. Good. We'll see what we can do. Um, okay. All right. Next up. Uh, so the next card is called Banishment. Bane! So, Banish! So is this, is this a, I assume this is a D&D spell, Matthew? Yeah, you can um, banish something to another plane. Banishment is a battlefield. Exile target non-land permanent from opponent control. That is a complicated paragraph. So basically it comes into play and it gets rid of something. That's and so many any, more, They use permanent so many, like 10 times in that little description. They do, but it's because if it's... So the tokens you like so much. What oh, would yeah. happen is if it got one of those tokens, it would get all of the tokens. Oh, that's, that's pretty gnarly. Yeah. So that's banishment. Three and, and a white. And nobody's ever seen this before, Nobody's right? ever seen this before. Okay, if, and if you couldn't hear Matthew's whispering to himself... This has flash and when banishment. Oh, sorry, I didn't want to read it because <laughs> you were like reading it. Words got big and I screwed them up. People would never let me forget. When banishment enters the battlefield, exile target non-land permanent and opponent controls with all other non-land permanents your opponents control with the same name as that permanent with ban until banishment leaves. You're right. It says permanent that is like the a bunch of paragraph in the history of Magic: The Gathering. Show me a longer, more convoluted paragraph. Oh, we can do that. I want That's to be not a difficult. copywriter. It's not difficult. Banish things that say banished. There you go. There it's you go. Easy. Four words. All right. This next one's a bit simpler. Okay. And it's, it's pretty big. Okay. So this next one's called Stone Skin. Oh, amazing Two and a white. Spell. Enchantment amazing aura. Flash. Enchant creature. All right. Enchanted creature gets plus zero, plus ten. Wow. That is a killer card. Yeah. So I know there are a bunch of cards that... You can assign damage equal to their toughness, and this card goes right into That's that sort awesome. of thing. That's awesome. That's a great. I mean, first of all, it's a great spell, and then it's an incredible card. Yeah. I like the. Um, I love the uh, the flavor text at the bottom. Mm -hmm. Those are always great. There's oh, some. Oh, nice shot! I almost felt that one. I'll do, every time you read the top part, I'll you read do the, the you do the flavor, flavor text. That's, all right, like we'll get into that game here. All right, this next. I'm not sure if it has. But how do you feel about Dragonborn? Uh, I love Dragonborns. They're awesome. It's an awesome uh, um, race. All right. Well, we got a Dragonborn looter here, which to Magic players is exactly what it sounds like. It's a 1-2 that taps for one and a uh, tap to draw a card and then discard a card. And then you do the flavor text. Go ahead. Uh, what is it? Erdur? Sure. Never thought of it as stealing a treasure. Simply didn't... Uh, as stealing treasure. <laughs> simply didn't deserve to be struck. Uh, stuck underground where no one could admire it. That's a terrible read. I need a second take. <laughs> I'm only good on the second take. Murder never thought right, take it was stealing. Go. Treasure simply didn't deserve to be stuck underground where no one could admire it. That was much better. That was terrible. And I the second just one got was... replaced. Huh? Matthew Lillard walks off set. <laughs> that was terrible. All right. Next card we're going to look at is a card called Bane's Contingency. Do you know who Bane? Bane? That's... I mean, do you know who, that's yeah? Come on, right there. 
It's like my character in D&D. &D, yeah, so it's an instant for one, a blue and blue counter target spell. So kind of your counter spell with a bonus. If that spell targets a commander you control, instead counter that spell, scry two, and then draw a card. Do a bunch of blue stuff. All right, your turn. My whims dictate the fate of nations. Your pitiful mortal magic is more is more, no more significant than a gnat buzzing in my ear. That was pretty good. That, but I've now done the same voice like four times. <laughs> it just shows you I have no range. Zero range whatsoever. That's what I was saying, because I know these things. Uh, next up. Bane, you live in the darkness. I only play in it. I don't know. That was, it didn't really, that was, it's not really good. Yeah. But then it morphs over the, over the course of the game. All right, next up we have Young Blue Dragon. So four and a blue. This is a dragon that goes on an adventure for Sand Augury. Scry one, draw a card, and then it's a 3-3 three, three flyer. So this one doesn't have... Oh, wait, yeah, it does. It oh, it does. Magic. It does. It's on the I right side. It's the got a little... the side of tomorrow and the lost memories of queens. What do you wish to learn? That was great. That was... I, I, went, for was... A different, I went for a different flavor. Yeah. In the flavor text. I went no, for a little perfect. something, a little highbrow thing. Oh, look at that dragon. Oh, I just looked at the art. I do like, I do like dragons. Yes. We, we, yeah. We're going to talk more about dragons. Aren't I we? think we might. We might. All right, next up, I think I'm pronouncing this one right, but I might not be. Maybe you know. Hezru? Mm, yes. It's cool. It's a frog demon. Uh, it goes on an adventure for demonic stench. Which gives each creature that blocked this turn gives minus one gets minus one minus one until end of turn, and then it's a six six that whenever one or more creatures you control become blocked, each blocking creature gets minus one minus one until end of turn. This one has no flavor text. Um, is Brent Hollowell the artist? Yes, that's awesome art. I mean, I do think that one of the great things about Magic: The Gathering, I think that the art every single time you open a deck, you know, you open a, uh, a card pack, you just get carried away mm -hmm. in the story and the art. I yep. just think it's remarkable what they do. And again and again and again, year after year, set after set, mm -hmm. they just keep setting the bar higher for what they deliver and the art the artists bring. It's yeah. just un unbelievable. The other thing I don't think that people understand totally is that the depth of the storytelling that goes behind the art is like, it's incredible. It's a whole process. It's and, yeah. a whole set of, I mean, the lore, the legend, the story, act mm -hmm. one, two, three. It's incredible. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt the draft preview. No, that's, that was a nice interruption. We'll take those interruptions all day. Kumbaya. All right. Next up, something you might be familiar with, breath weapon. Oh, why? I, I have horrible breath. Look at that. That <laughs> art's killer, too. Yeah. Uh, so this is an instant for two and a red. That breath weapon deals two damage to each non-dragon creature. So I've only played D&D two or three times. Uh -huh. I forget. So uh, my character's a dragonborn. This is like the one thing I'm familiar with. I have used a breath weapon. Use it to kill some people on a ship. Yeah, take sure. A ship over. Uh, so that, that's what color extent. dragon? Are you, dragonborn? Are you playing? You don't remember? I feel like it was. Fr it's been a while. Like a, like we were talking about, I have three kids. It's hard. Well, yeah, it's, it's hard, hard to get a full like. Session. When did you start playing as Last an adult? Fall. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah. just recently during yeah, the, the first sort time. of lockdown. Mm -hmm. Like right post vaccination when people yeah, started yeah. getting back together. Uh, Sean is. Uh, wait, Sean, were you in that campaign? No. No. No, you weren't. Um, in this building, you know, you have access to some of the greatest D&D players in the I world. I don't know if you realize that. I, like the floor I'm above aware. you is full of... I just of, go over across yeah, yeah. the hall and they're there. But I yeah. do have to say, like walking around this building, we're at Wizards of the Coast, yep. and it is incredible. Every corner has like trinkets and like mm -hmm. statues and art everywhere and books and... It's an, it's an amazing place. That's, my son is three, and every time we come in for daycare, he wants to go up to the fourth floor so he can walk around. He can see the Chandra statue, the dragon, the knight, oh, all yeah. this stuff. He just wants to walk around. They're huge. It's a huge yeah. dragon in the waiting room of yeah. the fourth floor. Mitzi, everybody. Yeah. Mitzi, yeah. Oh, we're back to that guy. Oh, hey, it's us. Hi, guys. Yeah. Remember that time I was doing the flavor text? My agent <laughs> called in the middle. I've been... Yeah, by the way, we've got flavor text. Oh, this oh. one. Um... Hello there. In the name of Tempest, Lord of Battles, you will die honorably in righteous fire. That was good. That's, I also went back to the same voice I just did. <laughs> I'm going to officially stop. I'm going to officially stop. I feel like we have to go out on that one. 
The flavor text thing. People are like, just show me the pictures. I don't know. We'll see what chat says if they want it back or not. Chat does not. Chat, does Matthew keep doing? Chat's like, please go faster. I want to see flavor text. All right, we have about six more of these. So we're doing commons and uncommons right now for those of you following along at home. Then we're gonna stop. We're gonna talk a little bit about the secret layer, and we got a rare and a mythic to show. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So next up, we've got Circle of the Land Druid. No flavor text. So no flavor. Can, yeah. We're going to stop flavor text. Yeah, so it's a uh, gnome druid for one and a green. It's a 1-1. One, one. Circle of the Land Druid enters the battlefield. You may mill four cards. And then natural recovery. When Circle of the Land Druid dies, return target land card from your graveyard to your hand. Simple little thing. That's a good card. It's pretty, you know, it's one of those cards that just sort of does its thing. And it's, you know, it's a it's a cog in your deck if you're a lands matter deck or a graveyard matter deck. And you may mill four, which means you don't have if to. If you don't have to. If it, doesn't, if it doesn't make sense, don't do it. That's good. All right, then we've got a few reprints, but they've got new art. So that's this is the part you'll enjoy. Nature's Lore. So we've seen this one before. One and a green for a sorcery to search your library for a forest card. Put that card into the battlefield and then shuffle. That's good art, Kim. Yeah. Delicious. I would read the flavor text, but I feel like I could oh, possibly do it. Druidcraft <laughs> is a simple invocation to spirits of nature, promising a glimpse of nature's secret. Terrible. I have to, now I'm going to do it like a French <laughs> accent. I'm going to do Druidcraft. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stop doing flavor. No more flavor text. No, I'm text. going to keep prompting you. No, it's don't keep do it, because oh. I'm going to dance like an idiot. <laughs> That's okay. Nobody's watching this. Next, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> They'll watch it later <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, next up, manifold key. So we've seen this one before. So one mana for an artifact. One and tap it to untap another target artifact. And three and tap it. Target creature can't be blocked this turn. And it has flavor text. Twilight. There we go. It was worth the price to never have to fiddle with lockpicks ever again. There you go. Perfect. Davri Mind Shadow. Mind Shadow. Thief is my uh, occupation, sir. I don't know why they didn't call me for the D&D movie. I don't know why. I was available, and they didn't call me. I don't know. I'll, we'll I always done people. the whole movie like this. <laughs> hey there, mister. Now you good gentles. We can go talk to some people. Well, like you said, they're <laughs> Flavor, right upstairs. What's your name? Flavor text. <laughs> That's my name. All right, next up, another reprint, because we cannot do a D&D-themed set oh, yeah. without Bag of Holding. So this is not new art, but Bag of Holding, if you're not familiar, one mana for an artifact whenever you discard a card. Exile that card from a graveyard. Two, and tap it, draw a card, then discard a card. Four, sacrifice Bag of Holding, return all cards exiled with Bag of Holding to their owner's hand. We love it. That's a great, it's a great um, thing to have in D&D. &D. Mm -hmm. You're only allowed to carry 50 extra pounds. I don't know. We don't really play with a lot of weight restraints in our game. Mm -hmm. So, but bag of holding, you can just carry everything. It's awesome. Yeah. All right. And then two more cards before we start talking about the secret layer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Marut, I think, is that how you pronounce this? So this is an eight mana artifact creature construct. It has trample. It's a 7-7. Seven, seven. Uh, but the fun part is, when it enters the battlefield, if mana from a treasure was spent to cast it, create a treasure token for each mana from a treasure spent to cast it. So it gives you a rebate. Like, here, you, you spent this treasure. Have some more treasure. Are you familiar with the Marut, Matthew? I am not, actually. Okay. Am, I, am I crazy? I mean, I, I, think I, I'm, I think I'm familiar with it through magic. Am I wrong? It's not a magic thing. A seven seven's pretty huge. Seven seven's pretty big. Eight mana's a lot, but you know what? Getting there, there's a lot of treasure. Spend some treasure to make this. You get that treasure back. It's kind of free. Maybe there's some stuff you can do with it. It's awesome. Yeah. All right. Last one for now. Not the last one for the entire show. Basilisk Gate. So this set has a lot of gates in it, and this is the Basilisk Gate. It is a land gate. You can tap to add a colorist. For two and tap it, target creature gets plus X plus X until end of turn, where X is the number of gates you control. Activate only as a sorcery. And the flavor text says... 
Oh, the Eastern Passage. You know, the city is filled with reminders that the Patriarchs? What is that? Patriarchs? Are literally looking for, uh, looking, literally <laughs> looking down on you. Um, I don't know what Patriarchs are. I don't either. That just shows you how dumb I am. Mm. Here we are on live TV confirming <laughs> what you already suspected. He didn't realize he was signing up for something live. No, not for an hour. I wouldn't be here alone if it was... If it was for an hour? For an just, hour? Yeah. We do this every week. You it's, do, it's, but it's you exactly do it every this week. awkward every week. Is, it, is this it's, awkward? No. Oh, my God. No, it's exactly not this awkward I'm at never all. coming back. This is so <laughs> awkward. We're going to have you back constantly every time we do a Beatles... I get, I get yeah. very expensive Extreme. with all my flavor text reading. <laughs> Patriarchs. Patriarch. What does chat say about patriarchs? I, I will never. Does chat know what a patriarch is? My challenge is now I, to use patriarch in a sentence during this meet, this meeting. I, we got to find out what it means first. That's I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if chat knows what. Wait, a could you is. Google patriarchs, please? <laughs> Thank you. It's a families of Baldur's Gate. All right. Specifically, that's why I don't know it. There you go. Learn something every day. You come on the show, you learn a little bit. I'll be back next week. Yeah, so you can learn a little Getting bit. Getting that much smarter yeah. every week. That until? Until the patriarchs look down on us. <laughs> so, you didn't actually come here to talk about Commander Legends. No. We, I mean, we kind of sprung that on you. I'm excited because, to, sh to, to learn and see. Yeah. It's but, beautiful. Uh, you're here because you know we, we sort of teased the Beetle and Grimm's partnership with Secret Lair. So tease us a little bit more. You're not gonna you're not gonna give us all the details. No, but. not all the details. Um, it was funny. I was on the way. I was driving down. I was calling my partners mm -hmm. and practicing what I was gonna say because you know the first time you talk about something, mm -hmm. you sort of have to figure out how to put it in your mouth and yep. how to best articulate it. And we've been working on this thing now for eight months and. This is literally the first time I've talked about it outside of our company or the people here at Magic and Secret Layer team. So, yeah, so we, so Beetle and Grimm's is the company I started with four of my best friends. Mm -hmm. uh, we started five years ago. We make high-end boxed editions of Dungeons and Dragons and other popular RPG releases. Yeah. Uh, and about a year ago, the um, the D and D team came to us or the Magic team came to us and said. We love what you're doing with Dungeons and Dragons. Would you be interested in considering Magic the Gathering? Um, which was exciting because uh, I've played Magic with my son who was really young mm -hmm. and started playing again as, as I started to lead this project. And then, you know, all the guys on um, in the company play, so we jumped at the opportunity. Yeah. Uh, and what we do is we create these high-end box editions. And the first release that we sort of signaled to look at was Kamigawa. Mm -hmm. So... We just dropped our Kamigawa Platinum and Silver Editions. Mm -hmm. um, and over that course of, of producing that, um, which was awesome, it's huge, and um, it was just a really great experience, the Secret Layer team said, you know, would you be interested in having a conversation about maybe doing a Secret Layer together? Mm -hmm. uh, and again, we sat with them, and I think we left that conversation on cloud nine. The, one of the things that leads the secret layer team is this sense of joy, like creating in joy. Like mm -hmm. what makes them excited and figuring out a way to, to build cards around that. Mm -hmm. So um, with that in mind, we, we, we jumped at the opportunity. And, and so we built Beetle and Grimm's um, is releasing June 13th uh, a secret layer drop called uh, Here Be Dragons. Well, now, and you mentioned... That's the first time we've said... I think that's, that's the that first is. time we've that said That is it. the name. It is. That is the first yeah. time I think we said the name. Here it be is. dragons. Yeah. That's, that's news. That's what you're here for. The chat's going crazy. I know it's going crazy. <laughs> I can just tell. I can feel the buzz. It's, yep, up and down. Yeah. Uh, but you, so you mentioned cards, but this drop isn't just cards, right? No, that's the thing. So, um, obviously, uh, everyone knows that, you know, Secret Layer drops in a, a beautiful box, and they just drop the cards. And mm -hmm. so... The idea was, could we create a, an experience around that drop, mm -hmm. um, specifically around the Baldur's Gate drop? So we have gone out and curated and built this really high-end premium uh, set mm -hmm. that comes with uh, a collection of cards of Here Be Dragons. Okay. Um, so so yeah. we're not showing off 
everything no, about it today. No, 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 not not everything. Okay, we can. I think we can show off the box, which we that. But yeah, that's, yeah. But that's like that's just for the cars, right? There's more to. There's this more. Whole. That's not specifically for the cars, but yes, there okay. is. That is, that's that's um, a piece of it. So there's okay. multiple pieces, right? Okay. Um, we we can't really get into all of it, but. The idea is we really leaned in. So in talking to Mark and talking to the team, like we leaned into the secret aspect of it. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of stuff that we love the, um, the the idea that you find the additional card. We love the idea that we could create and play with that. Mm -hmm. um, the idea of it being a secret layer. We started out with these like really grand, crazy ideas, which we all got really excited about. But mm -hmm. you know, we thought for the first drop that we would just do something simple and something we accomplish and, and be really proud of. And I will tell you, um, it's been a labor of love and we've, we've built stuff now that when we first said it, you know, you hope it comes out as well as it did and mm -hmm. so we're really stoked. So there are multiple components to this. Can you show us any? I, I actually, of it? if it's all right, um, I I brought something yeah, to yeah. reveal. Let's let's see it. Um, yeah. So yeah. So here be dragons. Mm -hmm. um, this is our our life counter. This is a box. I don't think it's ever going to be able to play. Uh, yeah. There's the secret layer kind of thing. But I'll just go like this and. Um, this is the foam insert, and then we um, we love the idea of doing a life counter. Uh, so I don't know if you can see that. Oh wow! But it's a um, it's a metal life counter that is a dragon, um, and as you can see, it's got one to forty. Oh, actually, forty-five. I think we go up to forty-five. Yeah, we do go up to forty-five. Okay. Um, we made a mistake the first time around and made it to 20. <laughs> but this one goes up to 45. Um, yeah, there's the image of it. Okay. Uh, and it's big, right? It's it is heavy it's and big, it's hefty. Yeah, it was when I saw this for the first time, I was actually, because I'd seen the picture, but not yeah, this, yeah. and I'm used to other life counters, and it's it's hefty, it's metal. Um, yeah, it's big, it's, it's really well made. It's really cool. It's cool. Yeah. The, the teeth are cool. And look, we it's that yeah. thing where... We had an incredible set of cards to play with. Mm -hmm. um, which we're not revealing. Which we're not revealing. Here, you just throw it there if you want. Um, yeah, and, and so we went out and we built um, this accoutrement set to go with the cards. Okay. So. And again, that's that's one component. There's, there's more, yeah, there's, yeah, there's several more different, yeah, okay. di different elements to it, but um, we're pretty excited. Okay. Yeah. So June 13th is when it comes out. If people want to, Stay tuned for more yeah. information. How do they do that? That's a that's a great throw to me. Well, thank yeah, you. You're buddy. welcome. Um, so yeah, so you, if you go to beetleandgrims.com, you can sign up for a um, for a mailing list, okay. and that mailing list will give you first access. Or another great thing is to follow our socials. Like our socials are going to start covering it, obviously every step of the way. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that makes this drop a little different is that you'll go to the magic site when when it comes. Uh, when it goes live, the yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, and then there will be a banner that will take you to Beetle and Grimm's site. Okay. You'll purchase this there, and then you'll have the opportunity to come back to the Magic site. Um, and it's important that everyone understands that super limited edition. Um, right. You mentioned the, that because usually Secret Layer is kind of printed demand, but this is, I mean, this you've got, is, yeah, you've got this these is things which take a little bit of time. Yeah, one of the exciting things is that we've been working on it so long and, and w the team here has been so great that mm -hmm. we, um, we are, everything's already produced. Okay. Um, by the time it goes on sale, we will be uh, fully kitted, if not half almost fully kitted mm -hmm. uh, and which means that it goes on sale in June and we should potentially be getting it to everyone in August okay. that's 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 the that's goal if, that's, that's the if goal. everything stays the same the world is the world the is world very is the complicated world in the and shipping yeah. in the shipping world yeah. it's, it's been a really kind of crazy two years yep. but the great news is that we're super ahead of the curve mm -hmm. um, the cards are there the accoutrements are there mm -hmm. and they are all already being packed okay. so we're really excited about that we're really proud of that and there's only we only did 10,000 units 10, okay that was gonna be my next yeah, question. yeah. so you know, in the demand of, of Secret Layer, that's not a lot of mm -hmm. 
of cars of, of units. Yeah. So this is one of those things like get there, get there quick. Um, and so if people want to be like first in line, they should sign up. Yeah, they should sign feeling, up. Yeah. For sure, sign up. Follow our socials, and mm -hmm. then yeah, and this is just only one piece of of uh, and the cards. I mean, this is cool. The elements that we produce are awesome, yeah. but the cards are the crown jewel. And, of the and we were looking at the, the additional components and yeah. stuff before this, and uh, yeah, it's all it's first time I had seen it. It's all really cool. Yeah, yeah. And then yes, the cards are cool as the well. The cards course. are insane. Yeah, yeah. So and they are. Good. I think we can say they're they they relate to Dungeons and Dragons. Hear me, dragons is the yeah. name of the drop. Um, so yeah, I wanted to call it Darby Dragons, but every time you said it, you had to say it like that. You had to say it like Darby Dragons, <laughs> but nobody else on the Secret Layer team or on the Beetle and Grimm's team would go for that, which I thought was kind of rude. Yeah, well, I, but we'll here Dragons yeah. is on the edge of maps back in the yeah. old times, and sort of speaks to the magic of of dragons and you know and fantasy, and mm -hmm. it kind of speaks to. I don't know, the beauty of playing this game. Yeah, all right. Cool, so June 13th, head to Beetle and Grimm's website to yeah. sign up sign to up. get more information. Socials. Yep, the socials, the various socials in the How internet. do we do? That was the, that was the tease. Yeah, that was it. Well, so what else is Beetle and Grimm's working on right now while, while oh, you're here? Man. Uh, Beetle and Grimm's is doing great. We, you know, we started, there's five of us. Mm -hmm. It sort of started as a midlife crisis. Um, we, mm -hmm. all of us have families and mm -hmm. we're sort of at a part of our life where like, okay, what else do we want to do? And we, my buddy, we were trying to think about it for like six months. We we're going to do like, you know, uh, a, a escape room. We were going to mm -hmm. do like, you know, a, a monthly box or something. And we ended up, my buddy came and said, I have an idea what we're going to do. Uh, everyone should come over when we play D&D, and I'll explain it. So we went over, and he said, we're going to do, if you're Pearl Jam, mm -hmm. right, and you're releasing a new album, like, obviously, you do the digital version, but the next sort of level of fan will get the vinyl because they want the pictures and they want the whole story, mm -hmm. but the ultimate fan will get the boxed edition. Yeah. He's like, that's what we should do for Dungeons & Dragons, create the ultimate edition um, that celebrates the game that we love and celebrates something that we want to do. And sort of our North Star, which I think speaks so clearly to the Secret Layer team, is like we follow as a company what we love and what we're excited about. Yeah. We all have jobs. I mean, two, of, two of the five members have now quit their careers mm. and work full-time for the company. And um, so there's this, there's a joy in producing what we do. Yeah. Um, we're best friends. We've been playing together since we were 21. We're all over 50. So we all game together. So mm -hmm. we are gamers building wicked cool things for the gaming community. Very cool. Yeah. So we're exciting. So our company is is we are. Um, it's it's Dungeons and Dragons is doing great. Yeah. Role playing games is doing great. Magic's doing great, and we are trying to elevate all those things. Very cool. Yeah. So you've been playing together for about 30 years. What was your longest campaign? So we, I played a character named Beetle, mm -hmm. um, and my buddy Bill played uh, Grimm. There was Tanner and Votum that rounded out the group. Mm -hmm. Those guys didn't make the naming ceremony, apparently. <laughs> um, but we played that campaign for seven years. Okay. Um, on and off. So we were sort of in New York, and some of us were in L.A., and so we were playing via FaceTime or every time we got together. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, but it's we've all DM'd, we've all played, we've played multiple systems, uh, and now you know we we run the company remotely, so we mm -hmm. are on Zoom all the time, as I'm sure many people are, mm -hmm. uh, and now we get together every quarter, and one of the primary things we do is we make it um, a priority to play together. So most of the time, we're always dealing with business and shipping and all the things that go into running a, a pretty successful company. And, mm -hmm. and so now uh, we get together to build out the sort of what we're doing for the rest of the year or that quarter, and then we make it a priority to celebrate um, and to game. And those are the two things that when we come together, that's, that's pretty paramount. Very cool. All right. Oh, Blake, so. you're doing a good job asking. I didn't know you were going to ask me questions. I thought we were going to read more flavor text. Uh, we're going to do that, too. we got two more cards to show Oh, good. Off. Oh, good. So, yeah, I, you know, I do the question thing every Amazing. once in a while. It's, yeah. it's a good time. Um, okay, so, yeah, let's do those two last cards. Oh, we're cards. moving on. How we're much time to. do we have? Well, you know, it's we half five. hour. we got time. Don't we have to tease it out, people? Once we that's... can tease. Well, I mean, also, chat, do you want to ask Matthew Lillard some questions? 
Oh yeah, That's, chat. Oh we got, yeah. We got. See the ticker at the bottom. We can't. Skip are people the Q actually thing. watching? People yeah, are people watching. Are, people are watching. Mark, are people watching? Absolutely. I don't think so. <laughs> they are. Um, and are my kids watching? Hi guys, it's me, Dad. I made it. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys. Sorry, go ahead, Blake. I hope it's full of water. 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 All right. Yeah. See, we're already getting questions. Chat's getting excited. All right. We are going to need two more cards, then we'll get to questions uh, from Matthew. I guess you could ask me questions, but why? I'm here every, I have I'm here every week. I have questions. Uh, you can ask questions, too. Let's do these two cards, and okay. we'll do questions. Then we'll just, whatever. Then all bets are off. All right. First up, so we've got a rare and a mythic rare. We've got Sculpted Sunburst. And so we've got, see, the paragraphs can get long, Matthew. Uh, three, white and a white for a sorcery. Choose a creature you control. Then each opponent chooses a creature they control with equal or lesser power. If you choose a creature this way, exile each creature not chosen by any player this way. So basically, you choose a low power creature, everything that's bigger than it goes away. That is bananas. It's, pre it's pretty strong. That's incredible. Yeah, so it's got the extended, so here if you like the art, um, by... It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Evan? Evan Fong. Um, got the extended version over there. And then for our last preview card, we have a mythic that is finishing out the cycle. Uh, it is the Ancient Gold Dragon. And so, wow. see, you've got that rule book frame on the far right. You've got the borderless treatment in the center there. So Ancient Gold Dragon. Five and two white for a seven ten, elder dragon with flying. Whenever ancient gold dragon deals combat damage to a player, roll a d twenty. You create a number of one one blue fairy dragon creature tokens with flying equal to the result. So one somewhere between one and twenty. You ever fought an ancient gold dragon in any of your campaigns, Matthew? I have. Not. Okay. Chris Perkins played a campaign once, and I ended up on the back of a red dragon as my character. Okay. Riding off into the sunset. Um, those are beautiful. All three of those yeah. cards are remarkable. Yeah. The, uh, the and you art... can collect all three, right? You yeah, have like can. all three are in are out there. Yeah. So there's 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 uh, draft boosters, there's set boosters, and there's collector boosters. Uh, the collector boosters, you can get the two on the right. Um, the set boosters, you can get the rulebook frame. Uh, I'm going to mess something up somewhere in there. Draft boosters, you can get the rulebook frame or the main set. Pretty sure the borderless is a collector booster exclusive. but um, The borderless looks yeah. amazing. Yeah, the borderless is fantastic. All of the ancient dragons in that cycle get that borderless. And it's great. So good. Is that is that that's the last that's reveal? That's the last one. We're on questions now. Did you want to ask your questions first, or do you want chat? I just want to say that, the I mean, the art's incredible. It is. I mean, we've got a bunch of it back here, and the team did a really good job of translating D and D characters, which, you know, certainly have art, but the art style is often a little different than Magic, right. or um, you know, it has classic depictions and modern depictions, and. And turning it into some of this stuff and what we saw there is is pretty cool. It's awesome. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. All right. So. I feel like what? now it's just you and I and everyone's going to be like, oh, I'm good. I saw the now, preview. This is when everyone logs off. They're like, I'm yeah, out. Cards. Cards. They told us about the secret Cards layer. are what people, I mean. It is. It that is. is what people love. It is what the people want. But uh, you know what? They apparently want to ask questions too because we've got a bunch. Oh, good. Okay, good. Um, Ready to go. Aquarius, next question. <laughs> <laughs> a perfect 1600 on the SAT. Next question. I like long walks on the beach. Go ahead. It's okay. okay. <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite dragon from D&D &D or fantasy in general? Clouth. Clouth. I'm not familiar. Is that a D&D? &D? It's, it's a very, uh, it's a famous red dragon. Oh, Tiamat. Okay. Tiamat's my okay, favorite. Okay, sure. Tiamat's the queen of dragons? Yeah. Team Seven Adam, no. heads, six heads, four, five, four, five, five heads. heads. Thank you. Five heads. <laughs> you never want to fight Tiamat. Tiamat's not something you want to tangle with. No, I wouldn't imagine. I love dragons. I love the magic of dragons. Yeah, I do too. It's sort of like, it's that thing when you're a kid and you find D and D. It's like, 
that's the thing. Like when I was a when I was a young man, I was mm -hmm. I'm very old, like I'm very old. Um, you would jump on a bike and we would ride down to the local hobby shop and mm -hmm. we'd buy like little you know the lead figures, mm -hmm. and we'd paint yep. the lead figures and we'd come back and run that character for like a week and in a week that character would like become a god and then you'd fight like swarms of red dragons. Mm -hmm. But that sort of imagination, that play, that sort of like the fantasy of that and the idea of being a hero yeah um it's what the, that's the joy of this game and, and as a young man that was obviously super influential in my life yeah well and that's you know i have a similar story for magic because obviously shivan dragon was one of the first big dragons and i still remember that melissa benson art that was so cool when i was 13 and, mm -hmm. and picking that sort of stuff up so i think yeah, dragons are really red. Did you play as a kid, as a young as Magic? A young, yeah, yeah. Uh, when I was 13. And I never played D&D. &D. I did play Hero Quest. Okay. Um, which is sort of like D&D &D Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and then how I, did you get this? How did you find your way into the ooh, Magic this, job? This story. Um, so. Do they know the story? Does everyone know, know the story? I don't know if I told this story on this show Oh, before. here we go. Yeah, well, why not? Why not? Let's do it. Yeah, so. Um, Basically, I played Magic, and I was pursuing journalism. So, and I actually, before this career, I was, in, I was a journalist. Um, I worked in PR, that sort of stuff. And uh, while I was in grad school, I was playing in a tournament, and I played a guy against a guy named Bill Stark, who actually worked at Wizards of the Coast until... He's no yawn. He's, he's no yawn. He's no yawn. He's not. It's not he, he knows he's not as good as yawn. Um, but we played in a tournament and we just started talking and it turned out we had had like parallel college careers at the same college. I was the sports editor. He was the sports editor. We had similar degrees. Like we knew the same people, but it never crossed paths. Right. Um, and so we're talking about journalism and he was already doing coverage for magic tournaments. And so he's like, Hey, let me introduce you to a guy, Greg Collins. We'll go from there. And. Um, I work with Greg Collins to this day. He's still here. Bill just left like last week. Oh, and wow. so um, he introduced me to Greg. I started doing tournament coverage on the side. Right. So I had other jobs, and then I'd use vacation days to like of course, fly cover, around yeah. the world and sure. cover stuff. And so I got to know people here. My background was in journalism and communications. And um, a, a job opened up running the Magic website. And I turned it down initially. Oh. Um, wow. okay. because I was dating a young lady and she had turned down another job for me. So I'm like, I got to, Oh wow. Sure. It's my that's, dream job. But that's not, I she mean, broke up with me like two oh, days later. Did you call them and I, say, so what happened was I, I'll uh, show you, I'm I taking that job. I had, I had already turned it down. I wasn't going to do it. And then that weekend I, um, I, I was friends with the, the guy who was hiring at that right. time. We had known each other for a while. And I just messaged him something about the website, like, hey, this thing. And he just sort of jokingly messaged me back, does that mean you're reconsidering the job? And I said, what if I was? And he just instantly messaged me back, do not mess with me. If you are, you need to tell me right now. Oh, that's good. And so I said, yeah, I got flown out for an interview. And I've been here for uh, eight years now. Oh, nice. OK. Yeah. And that woman's gone. She's she's, she's very, no I'm, longer in the picture. She's very much no longer in the picture. You have three children now. I have three children. My wife is Don't lovely, call back. and she is a Washington native. Yeah, that's good. I like yeah. that. All right. Let's question for you though. Yeah. All right. Um. Let's see. I think I think we kind of answered this, but let's answer it again. When will we see the full reveal of oh. the Beetle and Grimm's Here Be Dragons? Well, that's a good question. When do we have? <laughs> is that it's up to us right it's up to you. Yeah, yeah yeah it's up to us um i don't have it's a good question i don't have an answer for that okay before i mean there's a plan yeah there is a plan <laughs> i'm just not i'm just a dancing mouthpiece i don't really know the answer but we will i, I think one of the things we want to do is we want to tease it out so i think that we're gonna we're talking about trying to find people that to reveal a card well, I'm supposed to come up here and ask if that's possible. But, you know, we one of the great things in this community is that, you know, when we came out with the Kamigawa set, um, mm -hmm. we were welcomed with this open arms and, and the influencer community in Magic's amazing. Mm -hmm. And so 
you know, we've developed these relationships. And so there's a theory right now that we may be revealing cards with, um, with people, but you don't know yet. Yeah, yeah. Here be dragons. I mean, there's there's lots Here of people in the community who are yeah, yeah. into dragons. They have my email. Feel free to email us, and we'll figure something out. Um, less a question, but yeah. more a statement. Uh, thank you for the amazing box edition you make. Oh, I already you. own three of them. Oh and wow! Three more are on the way. Oh wow! I'm very satisfied, and these make the ultimate playing experience. For oh, me. that's amazing! Thank mm -hmm. you, thank you so much. I mean, that is this thing where. You know, you're creating a box. We're creating this box experience for Kamigawa. We, mm -hmm. and that's, you know, that's when we first, that's when the first time I was let into the world of magic. I mean, I always, you know, I put, so the funny thing is, I'd say probably 10 years ago, at some point somebody walked me through the, this building mm -hmm. and I stumbled onto the magic team and like, do you play magic? I'm like, I, I don't really play magic. And they're like, well, do you want some cards? I'm like, I'd love to play with my kid. And so they sent me a box, right? Mm -hmm. They sent me like a little sort of care package. Uh, and I gave them to my son and, my, and I said, go give this to the rest of school. Give them to your friends and yeah. you guys can start playing. Well, that started like a series of like the next six years of me going <laughs> to birthday parties yeah. for him with his buddies at card shops. And they would do tournaments where they'd pass the pack and they would oh, very play, cool. yeah. they'd play tournaments. Um, and so that's what started he and I to play. Okay. Uh, and so... I don't know why I'm telling you that story, other than to say that, you know, when, when we started working together with Magic Team, we were let into this incredible world of Kamigawa. Mm -hmm. Like, the world guide is like 300, 400 pages long, and each one of the pages has a story about why these cards are put together like this. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not just like, oh, I love this art, let's do this. I'm going to write the flavor text, let's build around that. There's like a lore and a legend, yeah. and it's so, it, it's so rich. And the more we dug into it, the more we had like these great ideas. Like we, we did for Kamigawa, did the Kami World Guide, because they had this whole legend of Kamis in, in the Kamigawa world. And so I was like, we should make like a book with, these, with this art so that people can see what's there. Yeah. Um, and so in building that, the whole point is that in building that set, you're trying to build things. Like we you know, commissioned the art for Kamigawa, mm -hmm. for the world map. Um, and so you're doing all these things. And, you know, there's this deep sense of pride when you let it into the world. And um, so many people in the community have, have received it so well. So that's a very nice compliment. And I just rambled on for way too long. But, but it's a long way to say thank you. It, it was actually a pretty decent lead in, something you said in there for the next question. Oh, good. Uh, do you have any advice for magic players who want to get into D&D? &D? Oh, yeah. Grab your, the people you play magic with and just, and just jump in. I mean, the, the, the thing that I think so many times that people look at D&D &D and are intimidated by the rules, right? Mm -hmm. This idea of like, I don't know how to play. And I think um, once you just, once you start, uh, you'll soon understand that the rules of Dungeons and Dragons can be put to the side. It's mm -hmm. all about storytelling. The great thing yeah. about D&D &D is that you're, and that's why, look, my, the friends that I've created Beetle and Grimm's with, are my best friends in the world. We play for Father's Day, we play for birthdays, yeah. we play for moments when we are happiest around that table. Um, and so I would just say, jump in and say yes and, and just know that rules are only there to serve the game if mm -hmm. they serve you. Ooh, we should put that on a t-shirt. Rules for the game are only there to serve there you go. Next product. You learn something. There you, you come go. With new product ideas. Yeah. You'll just have to keep. But it's coming great. Back, yeah. But it is as old as time, right? You're yeah. you're telling a story. You're vanquishing evil. Mm -hmm. You're you know venturing together from you know first level on up, and mm -hmm. it's just I don't know. It's the best. Yeah. I mean, it also magic is the fantastic as well. Mm -hmm. Magic's also <laughs> the best. They're both the best. It yeah. I mean, they scratch slightly different. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. Different. Exactly. It's just different. Um, all right. Question about. I have a uh, question for you. Okay. Um, do you like being a host? You know, it doesn't come naturally to me, but I Why? do enjoy it. So we'll go back into Blake's story time again. I like it. Um, I actually, before I got into print journalism, I interned at ABC News. Uh -huh. And what it taught me was I'm, I'm not an on camera person. And then um, cut to. Cut to. The close up. Cut to. I've been doing. We've done. How many of these shows have we done now, Sean? 
We've done 174 of these Is shows. this the worst show you've ever done? Am I the Absolutely worst guest you've ever not. had? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Don't look at my butt. <laughs> not even close to the worst show. Um, Who was? That's what people want to know. The worst guest? No, I'm kidding. I don't think don't that. We're not going to. No, I was a joke. We've had worse shows that had no guests. Um, <laughs> I am. Yes. Power Surge? Power Outage. Oh, yeah, the power up. That's not a bad show. Yeah, That's we've, we've had a couple shows where there were like technical issues. Um, oh, being a host. Yeah. Um, it didn't come naturally to me. And Liar. Um, I had a co-host yeah. for the first while. His name was Steve. And Steve and I are good friends. Our kids played together during uh, quarantine time. The, they had a little daycare together. Um, so we're we're pretty close, and so he was sort of the um, uh, the life of the show. Oh. I was the straight man, the information guy, and so it worked like that. And then Steve left me. Yeah, he he's no yawn. Me. And he's no yawn. He's no yawn. He's definitely no yawn. He left me. Why did he leave? Uh, he didn't want to be on second. He got another job. Oh yeah. Um, and so I, yeah, he's he's the all star. Uh, and so since then, I've been doing this online. And, and the cool thing is, the thing that does come naturally that I love is the community. And this is a way for me to talk to the community right. and, and interact. And, um, you know, chat is grab bag. Who knows on any given day. Sure, yeah. um, but when, when chat's engaged and, and happy, it's just it's part of, it's the most fun thing I do. It's good. Because I just get to, I get to talk to people about magic. Like, that's good. That's, that's fun. So... Um, I once was a host. What did you host? I was the host of Skate TV, only skateboarding show made by skaters for oh. skaters. My first job. Wow. I got I got paid. True story. I got paid ten thousand dollars for <laughs> thirteen episodes of TV. Just so you know, it's not a lot of money, but half of it goes to taxes. I owed my mom and dad like two grand, and I went out and bought a pool <laughs> table. I also <laughs> told my mom and dad we have to go to Disneyland. Because when this comes out on Nickelodeon, I'm going to be so famous. <laughs> I'm going to be mobbed. So I took my mom, dad, and Coco's and my sister. I'm like, we've got to go now. Cut to, I was at Disneyland like two months ago. Nobody cared. <laughs> 40 movies in, nobody cared. All right, let's see. We've only got a couple minutes left. I want to make sure we get a couple more we questions. Have to have, we can only be a couple minutes because we're going to die of... Um, uh, we're doing this hour. No I'm food. making you do there's this no hour. Food. There there's will no be snacks. There are snacks afterwards. There's no M&Ms. We talked about doing a charcuterie plate. We did. This, but it didn't It didn't. It did work not out. happen. No. Uh, do you prefer DMing or uh, playing as a character? Oh, great question. Um, I really love both. Um, I was always... I was, uh, so I had a severe learning disability growing up. Mm -hmm. Um which is why reading flavor text cold is terrifying. <laughs> um, and, you know, and I didn't go to college. I went to acting school. Mm -hmm. So I was a kid that was lost in high school. I found acting. It changed, saved my life. Yeah. And, um, and so for me, I was always intimidated by being a DM because I was like, I'm not smart enough. I don't know the rules. I don't want to make a mistake. Yeah. And it wasn't until I became a grown man that I started to realize it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. You can't do it wrong if you're doing it love. And there's nothing wrong with doing it wrong. Yeah. You can just go back and fix it. And it's storytelling. And so it, it's only recently that I've started to DM. Mm -hmm. um, Beetle and Grimm's built a, bod, a box for Curse of Strahd. Mm -hmm. And none of our guys had ever played Strahd. And I was going to I was the project lead on that box. So I was like, well, until we get to the point where everyone has to read it, I'll run us. Yeah. And I had never run in my entire life. And I was like, you know, I was 49 years old. And oh, wow. so it was super powerful for me because it helped me get through my own insecurities. Mm -hmm. um, and so my whole point in saying that is like, there is no wrong way to do it. And if it's something you're like, oh, maybe I should DM, DM. Because it's the best. Very cool. Um, question for me, actually. Uh, will we get the full spoiler tomorrow? I feel we're missing the common blue background. Uh, yes, the full set for Commander Legends Battle for Baldur's Gate will be up tomorrow. Now, note that does not include all of the cards in the fixed Commander decks. 
Those will be up Monday and Tuesday with four of our content creators. Off the top of my head, Star City Games, MTG, Mudsta, Game Nights, and I'm forgetting one, but if you head to the Where to Find article, it lists all four of them. That will have them on Monday and Tuesday. So there'll be two on Monday, two on Tuesday, and that's the full set. Um, and when does it release? It releases on the 9th. Look at you prompting me on that. Big deal, the 9th. Yeah. Circle it he in knows, your calendar. Knows what he's doing. Does anyone have a calendar anymore? I don't I think do. so. I have, as, I have. as kids, we used to have calendars that would hang on the wall. Yeah. Those are gone. But we still have those. Do you do not? We do. It's Pictures how we keep of your track kids? of all the like, kids' things. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. You um, know, there's an app for that. There is. There Just probably saying. are. There probably. It's nice to have. Anyway. Um, okay. So one more question, and then we'll end on someone's statement. Okay. I think we said this earlier, so we can conf I think we can still confirm it. So someone had a question about how many Oh yeah, cards are in the set. So yeah, so it's worth saying again. Yeah. Oh, how many cards are in the set? How many cards are in the drop? You know, give the whole oh. drop spiel okay, again. Okay, drop before spiel we go. again. Yeah. So yeah, so again, we will not sell on um, Magic the Gathering. Secretlayer.magic.com. Yeah, yeah. So we won't sell there. We'll have a banner across the top. You have to click on that banner. That banner will then take you to Beetle and Grimm's. Yep. We have ten thousand units, which in the world of Magic is not is not many units. Yeah. Or in the world of secret layers, not many units. Um, there will be now. I'm not supposed to give away anything. Correct. Uh, but there will be how many cards? There are. I mean, I know how many. Yeah. Okay. Good. Seven. That's how many <laughs> cards are there. Oh, seven. Because it's secret layer. <laughs> There's seven cards. There's seven cards. Okay, I didn't screw it up. No, nope, okay. no, nope, you got uh, so it. Seven cards. Um, yeah, and so here be dragons. Yep. And it, it's. Uh, what else do I have to tell you? I think that's it. Components. Oh, There's this. Look at this yeah. thing's awesome. It is awesome. You actually. guys. Yeah. How cool is? How cool is that? How cool? It is cool. I'm. 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 Doing how it. cool is that? How cool? It's super cool. 45 goes up to 45. That is one thing we screwed up in Comic Con. <laughs> we made our life counter to 20. 20. Can't do that Maybe for Commander. Maybe not like that. Can't Commander. do that for Commander. Commander players have opinions. We do. Yeah, we do have opinions. All right. Not a question, uh, but I'll read this because it's a nice way to end the show. Uh, not really a question, but can you tell Matt? I'm telling you. Oh, good. Uh, that I love his work and seeing him here has made my week. Oh. Yeah. So well, that's nice. See, it's... when chat's nice, they're delightful. You didn't read all the bad things that said about playing Shaggy and Scooby-Doo. I like, read I no them. Shaggy comments. I read zero Terrible. of them. There were some. They wanted um, you to read flavor text in Shaggy's voice. And I was like, Listen, eh. thank you for having me thank up you for here. Coming I mean, on. this Absolutely. is, um, I have to say that we, this relationship with Magic has been, I'm not exaggerating, it's been such a joy. And Mark's sitting back there, he's the secret <laughs> layer director, and he's like just the nicest dude in the world. And he's a yes and man and a creative soul, and it's just been a joy working with you. And I love what you guys do. And you know, we hope that the community loves that. I mean, our whole yeah. thing is again, our North Star is like, do we think this is exciting? Yeah. Do we think people will love it? And hopefully they do. Yeah. And if you want to get more information when we show Mayor <laughs> which who knows when that could be. It'll be June before June thirteenth. Uh head to Beetle and Grimm's website. Yep. And follow us on our socials. Yep. And um, we should be delivering in, I'm going to say it out loud, but I'm putting quotes around it. Yeah. It will Anything be packed and ready to go by the time it goes on sale, and hopefully yeah. you'll be at, in your hands by August, which yeah. is a quick turnaround. Which for a senior layer is a quick turnaround. So that's, quick turnaround. Yeah, so that's great. All right, well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in this week. Uh, we had fun. We had fun. Um, there was no charcuterie. There was no charcuterie. Uh, so we, The like, flavor text, I... Screw that up. I apologize on behalf of Beetle and Grimm's <laughs> and my family. Um, but just thank you for having me. Thank yeah. you for, um, for, for letting us sort of talk about what we're doing and having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's, it's big for a company, and we, uh, I, I had fun. We appreciate you coming. Uh, so couple I didn't things. cuss. You I didn't, didn't cuss. You didn't. We're almost out. couple things coming up. <laughs> uh, so if you are interested in learning more about Commander Legends, uh, Battle for Baldur's Gate. We have some office hours coming up on our Discord. May 27th, 
2.30 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, we are going to have Corey Bowen, who was on this show a little bit ago, talk about Commander Legends. May 31st at 11.30 He's no yawn. He's no yawn. He's a Corey. He's pretty good. Sheldon Mennery, the godfather of Commander. Scott Larrabee, also from the Commander Rules Committee. And Gavin Verhey will give you a crash course in Commander. And then on June 9th, we've got the D&D and Baldur's Gate and Magic the Gathering gathering featuring Greg Tito. I know you nice. know Greg. Uh, the smash up. Yep. Brandy Camel and Mosa de Tora. So Greg and Brandy are from the D&D side. So they're going to, and that's going to be hosted on the D&D Discord. Uh, if you want to go check out the Wizards official Discord, it's discord.gg slash wizards dash magic. Uh, I also want to mention that if you are excited about the release of Commander Legends uh, and you want to end up in Las Vegas, both cool things, uh, you could head to Command Fest that is happening in Las Vegas. There's a bunch of these around the world, but the one happening on release weekend, the weekend of the 9th and the 10th, is happening in Las Vegas, hosted by Channel Fireball. Uh, you can head to their website to learn more or go to magic.gg. That's it. Thanks, everyone, for watching, and we'll see you next week. Bye, Mom!